0: We all go through seasons when we are waiting on God. It could be waiting for a promise he made, the fulfillment of a dream he put on our hearts, or the deliverance from a hardship. Whichever the reason, the Christian walk is paved with waiting periods. We wait because we are like planted seeds that need time to grow into beautiful trees. Hear me when I say this. God does his best works in us in the waiting. He develops us, makes us take roots deep into him so we can grow and bear fruits that will glorify him and others will enjoy. But let's be real. Waiting on God is tough and more often than not, we don't want to do it. I have been praying and waiting for financial freedom for years. And at many times, I wanted to give up. I couldn't take another disappointment. Have you been there? Feeling so weary of the weight that you tell God from the depth of your pain that you can't take it anymore? Telling him with brimming tears that you can't keep getting your hopes up, only to be disappointed? Being frustrated of always wondering when God will show up, or if he will show up? I have felt that way many times. But whenever I was on the verge of giving up, I stumbled upon a sermon or went through a situation that revived my hope. And through this cycle, I have learned how to wait well because waiting on God is not a means to an end. On the contrary, it is a critical process that matures us. How we wait will affect our growth and the length of our weight. And here are some ways to maximize our growth during the waiting seasons. But before I give you my points, I want to encourage you to watch the Emerge podcast 10th episode entitled, Why Does God Wait to the Last Minute to Help Us? All right, allow me to share how to wait on God and how to do it well. Number one, wait without complaining. Now, I have been found extremely guilty of complaining whilst waiting on God, and He has humbly disciplined me. If you know, you know. You see, waiting on God provides fertile soil for complaints to grow. We complain it's taking too long, not happening how we want it. Others are prospering and we are not, etc. I am overwhelmingly guilty of this. I have Two complained many times, which isn't right, until the Holy Spirit revealed to me that complaining is a sign of spiritual immaturity and a total lack of reverence for God. It is saying God is not doing a good enough job of running things, and I would probably be able to do it better. As a result of this, God may lengthen our waiting. Take the children of Israel, for example. When they were in the wilderness waiting on God to take them to the promised land, they complained nonstop. It irritated God, and the consequences were devastating. God forbade the older generation from entering the promised land, and the younger generation also had to wait 40 years. If it could happen to them, it could happen to us. So, refrain from complaining during your wait. Instead, be full of praises for God. Number two, wait with faith and expectation. When you are waiting on God, it's important that you wait with faith and expectation. For a long time, I waited without expecting God to deliver, and my prayers were mostly wishful thinking. But that's not how to wait on God. We are to wait eagerly and with a confident expectation that God will come through. We should expect his promises as a pregnant woman expects her baby to be born, with anticipation and joy. Waiting with expectation shows trust in God, for we believe what we can see, but we are called to live by faith, not by sight. It's also a sign of mature faith, for it's harder to trust God when we are in the waiting than the promise. In the book of Isaiah, chapter 40, verse 31, it says, but they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Continuing with point number three, keep producing good works while waiting on God. God created us to do good works and faith without works is dead. But The Bible doesn't say to do good works only when life is good. We can still do good works while we are waiting on God. To wait on means to attend someone or serve them as a waiter waits for a table at a restaurant. And that's how we, the people of God, should wait on him. We don't wait on God passively, but proactively. We wait well by pleasing him, seeking his will, and obeying his commandments. Never allow any season or pain to prevent you from producing good works. So, in your waiting, serve others, be generous, and pray without ceasing. All right, I'm wrapping up shortly with my last few points, but I want to take a moment to ask you to please consider subscribing to my channel. And if this podcast has blessed you, help spread the word, share with your friends and family. Thank you. Continuing with point number four, participate in what you are waiting on God to do. God likes to involve us in his work. How he performed miracles or answered prayers prove that. For example, when Jesus miraculously fed the crowds, he didn't make a pile of food for them to eat. The miracle happened as the disciples started sharing the bread. In other words, when they participated in the work. Likewise, while waiting on God, be active and participate in what He is doing. The funny thing is, sometimes we think we are waiting on God, but in all actuality, He is waiting for us to move. God will always help us do what we have never done, but we need to make the first step. For example, if you are waiting on God for a job, keep sending resumes and networking. If He called you to publish a book, keep writing. If you are waiting to conceive, keep trying. Develop your skills, take classes, create things, do what you have to do. Don't spend your waiting season being lazy. Get up and move. The Lord is good to those who wait for Him, to the soul who seeks Him. It is good that one should wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. It is good for a man that he bear the yoke in his youth. Point number five. Don't take matters into your hands. During the waiting, it can be tempting to take things into our own hands. It could be because we are weary of the wait or want to speed up the process, or perhaps we are so excited about God's promises that we can't wait for it. Whichever the reason, don't give in to the temptation of doing things your way. It will only cause you problems and possibly delay your promise. Moreover, what you create for yourself, you will have to sustain. Whereas when you wait on God to provide, he will maintain. When Abraham and Sarah got tired of waiting for the son, God promised them they took matters into their own hands. So Abraham, with Sarah's blessing, slept with Hagar, the handmaid, and had a son with her named Ishmael. But Ishmael was not the promised son, and his birth cause problems later on. You will most likely also have opportunities to shorten your wait. I did, and I was tempted to take it. I knew other Christians who did it, and things seemed to work out pretty well for them. But I decided to trust God and wait for his timing. It can be hard, but keep on waiting, no matter how desperate things look, or even if it costs you. And if you are tempted to take shortcuts because others are doing it and are prospering, I encourage you to read the book of Psalm, chapter 37. Lastly, draw closer to God in your waiting. While waiting on God, draw closer and closer to him. Since the fall, we are prone to run away from God, particularly during hard times. Many times while waiting, I pulled away from God. I didn't want to be in his presence because I was so weary of the weight. But that's when we should press and lean into him more and keep on pursuing him. If you only seek God when he gives you what you want, then God is your sugar daddy and not your good father. We love God because of who he is, not what he gives us. So when you keep seeking him, even in those hard waiting seasons, It shows spiritual maturity and genuine love for God. Remember, we live by faith, not by feelings. So keep pursuing him even if you don't feel like it. Be like Moses who refused to take another step towards the promised land if God's presence didn't go with him. What would it profit to achieve all your dreams but lose your faith? Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage wait for the Lord. For a while, I did not spend my waiting season well and didn't do half of the things I just listed, but God has been good and provided many opportunities to help me grow rather than giving up on me. God cares about our lives more than we do. He wants us to obtain his promises more than we do and has given us all we need to receive it and waiting on him well is part of it. If you are waiting on God, I hope this episode helps and encourages you to not give up, to keep waiting well, and before you know it, God will come through.